Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. One. Hey, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. To our friends around the world joining us, welcome. We're really glad that you can join us and uh, we are partners in freedom, and this is a global assault that we're doing here. And uh, we have a terrific show for you today. We have John Cruz, and I interviewed John several, several years ago on the HSBC scandals with money laundering involving the Clintons and James Comey, and at least that was my discovery, James Comey. Uh, and I'll tell you, it's crazy. We're going to review that, but we're going to get into something that's a direct threat to every American that owns a credit card and probably even beyond that. So uh, stay tuned because this is information you're really going to need. But before we do that, I'm really concerned about the dollar. And you all know that the bricks are kicking America's rear end right now. And you really need to think about parallel economy. And if you keep your money in the bank, you're going to lose it. You keep your retirement in the bank, you're going to lose it. Because the Dodd-Frank law of 2010 said that you're an unsecured creditor which means they can basically take your money anytime they want. The only reason they haven't to date is they want you to keep putting money in the system. But I don't know if they're going to do a reduction in value, you know, a bail-in. I don't know if they're just going to obfuscate and just take everything. Uh, but I'm telling you, troubled times are coming. And so I turned to Noble Gold. I became a customer several years ago, and then I became an advertiser. And I'm just so happy that I did this because I sleep better at night knowing that at least I have something tangible in wealth that has stood the test of time, and you can have the same peace of mind. Now, the federal government and the FTC wants me to give you a warning. Anytime you do any kind of investment like this or any kind of financial endeavor like this, there is an inherent risk, and past performance can't be construed with future expectation. We agree with giving that warning. We fully cooperate with this because we want people to make an informed choice. It's too bad the federal government didn't impose that on certain groups like FTX and Sam Bankman-Fried. But that aside, here's how you get a hold of Noble Gold. I can send you a free information packet. No one will contact you. DaveHodgesGold.com, DaveHodgesGold.com. Or you can call them directly if you feel the urgency of the moment, 877-646-5347, and uh, Mr. Cruz, long time we haven't talked, and it's so good to have you back on, uh, because to me, you're one of my heroes. You were an Army veteran. You served your country. You worked your way up the ranks of HSBC and became a vice president. And then uh, as a matter of background, tell people what happened to that endeavor, because I think that's a good lead into where we're going to go. Well, as you know, I became a whistleblower. Bank paid billions of dollars in fines. They're still operating. Everything's still running there as normal. And it's HSBC Bank is just it's just a middleman for letting the government know how money has flowed, how money is being transferred around the world, and using the public's identity to do it. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, was the money laundering associated with nefarious activities like gun running, drug trafficking, child trafficking? What did you find? Money money laundering is for anything and everything of legal activities taking place. It's used for human trafficking, yes. It's used for credit card fraud, loan fraud. Anything and everything you do in normal life, they use your identity. They use that money laundering to do anything they want to do with it to think they're not doing it, but they are. Yeah, that's true. Well, it is amazing. I mean, you you had, uh, if I remember correctly, you went to several different agencies to try to report these crimes you discovered as uh, a vice president. 
and you were told by your bosses to shut up and go away and don't ever say it again. And then you got the blank stare from a lot of federal agencies. Um, did you actually have dealings with Loretta Lynch, the former attorney general? I've turned over so much evidence to law enforcement. It all went through a Loretta Lynch. And the way it works is you report it to everyone and our own law enforcement, including Loretta Lynch, let the banks investigate themselves. When they investigate themselves, they cover it all up. Sure. So there is no investigation. Absolutely amazing here. Do you think that HSBC Bank was that a conduit to grab a hold of politicians, say like a Joe Biden or a congressman or a senator, and take control of them through the use of their money laundering? Did you ever see any evidence of that? HSBC Bank had huge funds to politicians for their campaigns, as all corporations do, to get what they want. It's all about the money. Yeah. And it's not just one party. It's all parties. That's true. I mean, that's why we don't have a... Well, it's all one party. It's a uniparty now. I totally agree. Well, that was really fascinating work you did. Um, And I'd like to ask you kind of a personal question. Because you were touching the upper tentacles of power on the planet, I'm assuming you had to take safety precautions, maybe like dead man switches. Can you talk about that a little bit? I've taken many safety precautions just to keep my life, my family safe. Just keeping things hidden, things put away, making sure everything is safe, and always do whatever I can to be safe, people around me, keeping the right people around me. Yeah, it's unfortunate that that you're doing the job of the federal government. That, that's was my, that was my comment when I talked about your case in retrospect, and I said, yeah, I interviewed John Cruz several years ago, and, that, and I said, isn't it a shame that here you have a private citizen doing the work of the FBI, the SEC, DHS, it's it's really, it's a shame that uh, private, this all falls to private citizens now. But there's now an additional threat. Besides bank money laundering and all that nonsense, um, you found some stuff with regard to uh, the credit uh, card companies, haven't you? Well, <clears throat> I found what's going on in the insurance industry where credit card gift cards are being used to assist in the identity theft of individuals. Um, Allstate, they share, they refer your identity and transfer it to anyone for the price of a gift card. They've admitted it. Every person that has been deposed admits to it. Senior executives have stated point blank. They don't see nothing wrong with it for agents to share and refer your personal information to anyone. And this is not just you. If you go in and get buy a product, any Allstate product, you go into Home Depot, Costco, Walmart, Sam's Club, and you buy a product for warranty on it, you have to go online and put your personal information, your name, address, and date of birth. They then from there get your personal information of everyone in the house, including your children, your social security numbers, and their representatives are allowed to take that information and now and transfer it to anybody <clears throat> following three rules. They have a three-rule system. First rule, you can only use all states electronic communication, email, phones, and fax. And I have questioned many individuals of all state, and they stated point blank, yes, they do. And they fill out sheets with mom's information, dad's information. All of the kids' personal information, names, social, date of birth, where they lived for the last five, ten years, and they fax this to anyone outside of Allstate. And you sit there and wonder, how did they get all this information when I just gave you my name, my date of birth, my address? Well, when they start running reports on you, they get this information from credit agencies, from government agencies. They give it to them, or Allstate just buys it from them. For pennies on the dollar, and these agents then take this information and transfer it to anyone, and they can use it for any reason what they want. I mean, we have individuals driving out there with authenticated driver's license. I mean, could you imagine I'm driving a car, and I'm getting pulled over for speeding tickets, reckless driving, whatever it is, and I give them my license with my photo on it, but it's your name, your date of birth, 
your driver's license number, your address, and you get the tickets? Or you go into a car dealership and buy a car and you have all that information, but it's not really me, it's someone else, but it's my photo. These are real, live, actual documents created, driver's license, social security numbers, everything. It's amazing. I I want to back up to the mechanics of this. Okay, so uh, walk us through the process where my identity of Dave Hodges could be assumed by you, with the middleman being, say, Allstate. Can you walk us through how that process occurs? An average person goes into or goes online and puts their name, address, and date of birth in to get car insurance, home insurance, commercial loans. They start inquiring about it. An insurance representative, such as Allstate representatives, would take that information and look for what you're looking for and have some products for you. But then they run reports from you. They run reports through TransUnion, Experian, Equifax. They run it to the DMV. They run it through county records where you live. It's all coding on everything. Now they build a profile on you of anybody who ever lived at your address. They get all their information. They get all the cars you've ever had at your house, what kind of cars you drive, the VIN numbers of these cars, year, make, model. They get everything on you, your whole credit history, your whole profile of how you live. They take everything on how you live, what, how they look at what you drive to see what your lifestyle could be. And they take that profile and now they take it and they can sit there and transfer that information through all states electronic communication to anyone they want to be interested in purchasing that information. But they are not allowed to report that they're doing this to any government agency. And the only form of payment they are allowed to receive are gift cards, American Express, MasterCard, Visa, Target, Amazon gift cards. They hide the trail and they keep the denomination of gift cards at $25 or less thinking they'll be safe and they're thinking that it's not cash, even though a dollar gift card is considered cash and reportable to the U.S. Treasury, but they don't report anything to every government agency. So now we have these people's identities being shared with other individuals on unsecured servers, which then can be transferred to anywhere around the world. And now you have one person, such as you or me, our identity could be in the hands or being used by hundreds and thousands of people anywhere. So it's kind of like a smorgasbord to steal whatever identity that someone wants to take. Yes. Wow. And all of us are at risk because I don't know of anybody that hasn't done a warranty. It's it's unbelievable of the, of the amount of information that came through. I actually had one buyer who bought 50,000 identities just for people living in Colorado. And there are hundreds of buyers everywhere. And I've had senior executives at Allstate, including Elise Teague and Richard Paduska, stating they don't see nothing wrong with this taking place throughout the U.S. and Canada. They have 12,000 plus representatives. So we've got these identity <clears throat> protection systems that people buy. I don't see how they could protect you from this process. There are ways to protect it in the way I'm working with organizations to create protection that where you lock up your credit, you lock up your passport, you lock up your driver's license, you lock everything up so that you don't even want the DMV being able to release your personal information, your driver's license number to anyone. You don't want anybody having access to your credit reporting number, your social security number. You don't want to have anyone access to to your passport number, anything whatsoever, anything happens with anything associated with your personal identity needs to be locked up. That you, the only person that will be able to release that information when you feel the need to release it, not when they feel the need to use it. You need to take the power to control it. Let's go back to mechanics for a second. Now, how do the mechanics of the gift card come into play? Uh, Allstate sends a gift card to what happens there? What happens is Allstate representatives transfer the information to anyone they want. Okay. Buyers set up online accounts 
and the the representatives used their emails, like Joe Smo at allshate.com, and they go on to the send me send me out gift cards. They go on to Amazon gift cards. They go out to the National Debt Card gift card associations, and they purchase and they say, "I want this card, this card, this card, this card," and those cards automatically get sent to them because the buyer initiates, "Hey, you you are now worth a thousand dollars in gift cards. You're now worth two hundred dollars gift cards. You're now worth ten thousand dollars gift cards. Go buy that amount of gift cards and use them." And they automatically send them. So you have an electronic trail. I mean, I brought into to the courts already because I'm in a lawsuit with Allstate right now in U.S. District Court, District of Colorado, and I've shown them individuals receiving gift cards in one day, seven cards, next day, 10 cards, next day, eight cards. And it's it's thousands of dollars for one individual per month that's not reported to anybody, not known to anybody. I've we at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time the common sense show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for my pillow for example they've got half off my pillow bed sheets more than half off their slippers their sandals their mattresses their topper covers women's lingerie now, they have extremely great products as you all know ladies and gentlemen Right now, go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. And I've subpoenaed records from Allstate about the gift cards, records, the customer records. And all I get told under oath is we don't keep those records. We don't report to the government agency. We don't keep any records. I'm sure they do because it affects the bottom line. Um, so basically, people use gift cards to purchase identities made available to them through, from Allstate. Yes. Wow. Now, you mentioned Home Depot and other organizations. Are they involved in these kinds of schemes too? I don't believe so. I have not found it anywhere they are involved. But 
once they are notified that the criminal activity has taken place as it is right now, and I've started notifying them as of Friday, they will have to cease and assist doing operations with Allstate. Because this once is- you get known, once you get known of a crime taking place, and you are participating in any way, fashion, shape, or form, you must stop operating with them. Yeah, but you, you, the the trick is to get these federal agencies to do anything about it, because you know they have to be aware. Um, you know, I'm just thinking here, John. You got locked up in HSBC inadvertently, not your fault. Just thinking you're getting a job as a VP. You're doing your due diligence, and it turned your life upside down. And now you went to work for Allstate, and you discover this. How did you come about this information? Were you still an employee with Allstate when you found this? Back in 2010, I became an, a representative all, Allstate agent. In 2011, the person I purchased my business from, from Allstate, was taking the business back when he wasn't supposed to. It was in the contracts. My manager, Jody Lynch, who was a trainer, manager, and all, and Marilyn Morgan, <clears throat> told me that you can sell this if you you can just if your book of business is being taken from you and you're having troubles with things with this person they why don't you link up with these other individuals and they'll pay you with gift cards for customer information to make extra money and i said i would never take part of that you have no idea what i just came through with hsbc bank with gift cards and all the fraud this is illegal it will never happen i will never take payments of gift cards or anything under the table Um, okay, so you're involved in a lawsuit. Is this strictly uh, John Cruz initiated? Is there federal agency involvement? Uh, where's that at? This is Allstate Insurance Company versus John Cruz. Allstate Insurance Company decided that since I didn't want to be a part of their organization of everything taking place and I was becoming a whistleblower against them, they took my book of business away from me. They sued me for their trade secrets of sharing their trade secrets, which are customer personal information. Oh, my God. But as you know, when you have trade secrets and you make them available to the public and you transfer them to anyone and you admit to transfer anyone, they are no longer trade secrets. But all state representatives have stated throughout the country they are allowed to refer, share and transfer personal information on anyone to anyone to include anyone doing anything they want with it to include any other insurance agents to include any person out there any corporation they can sell it as long as they follow the three rules i've stated also electronic communications don't inform the government get paid with gift cards you don't have trade secrets then if you don't keep them secret Sounds like they were just grasping at straws. Um, to your knowledge, is Allstate the only insurance company that's involved in this? I don't think so, but I have more information coming very soon. Okay. I, I suspect to, you know, I want to take just a side turn. Just humor me for a second. And we'll come back to this. Um, my insurance rates doubled, and I haven't had a claim in over two decades for anything. Nothing. Auto, home, uh, nothing. And and so I asked, and I got the perfunctory answer, uh, it's because of the natural disasters and climate change. And I said, okay, let's cut out the BS. And I couldn't get a straight answer. So I kept talking, and finally, I, actuaries, I found a couple of them would talk to me off the record. Here's what they told me. Uh, they said, Dave, we're paying off uh, death claims at much earlier ages than we ever have before. And he said, they said, this is what's dented our, and we need to make that money up somewhere else. And I said, have you pinpointed a cause? One of the two told me, we believe it's the vaccination uh, after effects. Um, have you come across this at all? I've heard a lot of that going on, taking place. Yes. What, what, have, you, what have you heard about it? <clears throat> I've heard a lot of people dying of young ages. Of Nobody knows why. And things have just been very strange since these vaccinations came out, and nobody will give a straight answer on it. Sure. Uh, but this, this, this regarding insurance rates 
doubling and tripling and all because of climate change, I believe is the most bogus, humiliating, disgusting lie out there. Have you ever looked at an insurance company's books and seen what they pay on commercials compared to claims? They pay more money in TV commercials than they do in claims. They pay more money to investors to be at their portfolio. They don't care about claims. It's just, it's, it's a bogus lie. Mm-hmm. I mean, there should be a cap on their claims. There should be a cap on what they pay their investors. And this is just, it's getting ridiculous. Just take the money from the people and give it out elsewhere or keep it in your pocket. I mean, yeah. If you looked at their portfolios in the last year, look at the billions they're making. Billions in profit. And I'm wondering if this is not a race against time because they fear the economy is going to collapse. So let's make all the money we can. Do you think that's a factor? I think that's a big fact. If you look at the stock market and they keep complaining about inflation. Well, in order to control inflation, the stock market cannot do as well because it's based off income. But our government wants the stock market high. Our government wants the big corporations making money, but they want to fight inflation. You can't have it both ways. Well, that's true. Yeah, and and the government trying to have it both ways is really cutting into the bank because uh, we have, what, 1,200 banks that are in trouble now and on the watch yeah, list. Our, our, our banks are in really big trouble. And everybody thinks, well, interest rates are high, so banks are making big money. I mean, banks are not making big money. The government's making the big money. Banks have cost with the government on their money. They, they don't make the big money. When these rates go up, they get very scared, and a lot of banks go out. So where is all the money going? And where is it going? It's going a lot to illegals. It's going out to other countries. It's not there for the American people. Is this off the books money or is it legit? This is legit money coming from all the interest and money we're paying out. Okay. But what you're saying about how they're diverting it. Yeah, I'd say illegals, weapons to Ukraine and their social woke programs. I, oh, yes. I, I, I would I would agree that 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 is where it's going. Um, let's go back to the credit card fraud. And to me, this is total fraud. First of all, I look at this as RICO. And because it's RICO, the FBI should be involved. Uh, have you talked to the FBI about this? I've been trying to talk to so many organizations. It's getting tiring. Nobody wants to listen. So you call the FBI. Uh, I call I what? call the attorney general's office. I call in many law enforcement offices, and nobody wants to listen. Give me some for instances about how those conversations go. <clears throat> I spoke to the attorney general's office here in Colorado, and they were like, oh, my God, this can't be taking place. And I've definitely taken place. Look at my lawsuit. There were depositions online, statements online. It's right in, right in the court case, right in the federal courts. Everything is there. All I get told is, well, you need to you, you need to report that to the Department of Insurance. I report it to the Department of Insurance, and I get nothing. No response, nothing. Hmm. Yeah, well, I can tell you about the Secretary of State of Colorado, Jenna Griswold. Um, she's knee-deep in covering up voter fraud. And I won't go down that path here for our show, but uh, her treatment of Tina Peters and anybody else that blows the whistle on illegal election activities – uh, they have met with the full force of the Secretary of State. And so you're not going to get anywhere with her. Uh, who governs the Department of Insurance? Who, who, who's who's over them? I would, I would believe the Attorney General is. I think you're probably right. Yeah. And in a blue state, you're not going to get justice there. Um, they got to be doing this with the knowledge of the federal government. I, I can't believe that they could get away with this for any length of time and not have it be known. Well, it's going to be known. Everything's going to be known. As I've worked with organization with PIP, hyphen personalidentityprotection.com. Yeah, let's talk about that. You, you, you're taking steps to protect people in this. So yes. talk, to, talk to us a little bit about your organization and how you're trying to accomplish what, what your goals are. Well, PIP hyphen personalidentityprotection.com is an organization made to protect your name, your social, your date of birth, your driver's license, your passport, everything, teaming up with Legal Shield, ID Shield, three organizations working together to protect you. No one should be able to receive your personal information 
just by having your name, date of birth, driver's license, name, date of birth, address, or even your name and address. They should not be there. I don't care if it's an insurance company, medical office, law enforcement. No one should have access to your personal information, no matter what. Everything needs to be kept safe. Anyone anyone that has tried to get access to you, you need to know where it's coming from, what it's being used for, and what's being done to prevent them from getting it. But the technology we have today, why is it I don't have access that knowing that some company is running reports on me, even Google, to know what I'm doing, what I'm buying, where I'm going, what, how, how is my lifestyle, what I'm, anything at all. Why do they have access to that without my knowledge? They should have no access to it. I can answer that question in part, John. Um, all data gathering right now, and it's overseen by the NSA under the auspices of DHS, they are gathering information on every individual. And when you boil it down to the common denominator, the baseline is this. They're developing a naughty and nice list. Now, what they're going to do with it, you know, it's, it's open to speculation. But I have been told by people who've been employed by the NSA, this is exactly what they're doing. They actually have constructed a 16-scale analysis of every American, and you get a score on each scale. And then you get an aggregate score for the combination of scales. It's much like what we, in psychology, a test that's used to assess personality called the MMPI. It follows very much that matrix. And so at the end of the day, you get an audience nice list. Now, are they using it for hiring purposes? Are, they're certainly using it for threat assessment. And what are they going to do with that information? We don't know. But that's part, I guarantee you, some of what you have seen with Allstate is also part of the data collecting apparatus of the NSA. I guarantee you that. We need to stop it. We need to control our own lives. Yeah, a lot of it is AI generated now, though. Did you find AI involved in your process? AI is so much involved in everything we do today. It's just getting so bad. And AI is going to get so powerful that human population will not be able to control it. It will control us. Uh, yeah, they, well, AI is becoming autonomous in many government functions now. And what it means is they can rewrite their own programs. This actually started in Afghanistan in 2008 when they would have a robot lead a patrol, but the program could be rewritten by the robot as needed, and it would yes. do it instantaneously. And I remember when that came out, I go, oh, my gosh, this has huge implications, and then we never heard any more about it. It just disappeared from the radar screen. But I'm sure that some of what you're talking about here with the selling of this information is monitored by AI. And I'm wondering, too, if AI is not obfuscating the facts so they can't be properly investigated. And speaking of that, have you generated any type of congressional interest like Jim Jordan or somebody like that? No, I have not. I haven't gone that far yet. I've been so busy with this lawsuit. It, it is in my a- next steps very shortly here now. Yeah, I was going to say, it is an election year, John. Oh, yes. And, and even if they're not going to do anything about it, they want to make political points with their constituents, making you think they're going to do something, even if they don't. And I think that well, this I was is... planning on getting very much involved in that in May. Okay. And I think that's a perfect timing through the summer. Well, yeah, we're coming up on the primary season then. Exactly. Yes. That, that's that's exact. That's great timing. Okay. So let's go and talk about your organization again. Um Talk a little bit about it and how you mitigate a threat before it can hurt the person. Mitigate a threat is anyone who goes on and checks your personal personal information, name, social, date of birth, passport, any information whatsoever. Anyone who wants to get access to that has to come through you to get it. If you're going out for a car loan, you would have to release your information through certain codes would come to you, to your cell phone or some other way, to your email directly to you and back. You give that code out, it will be released just for a very, very short period of time. No matter if it's 30 seconds, 5 minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. And then it would shut down instantly again. And if someone else tries to get access to it, you will be notified again. But you get notified to know who it is and what it's being used for. And then you would know exactly what's going on with your whole life. If someone you need has your password and your password number pops up, you scan it through customs. You get notification that it's taking place. You you you're 
driver's license, someone's driving with your driver's license, you get notified when that officer gets on that scanner or runs a report to see if it's valid. You get notifications. Say, Wait a minute. I'm not there. That's not me. It's the notification that, hey, officer, that's not that person. That person just notified us. Someone else is using your information. That's fraud taking place right then. You need to apprehend that sub- suspect. You know, you need to be protected. And PIP, personal identity protection, is what we wanted that done, taking place. We want a full-scale alert system on your whole profile to protect you. It, it, to some degree, the banks do it. Like with one of our bank accounts, it's not unusual maybe every four or five months that my wife or I will get a notification. Uh, was this your purchase of $57 at blah, blah, blah on this date? And and we haven't ever encountered any fraud that way, knock on wood. But the banks are already doing that to some degree. Are there huge gaps making your service necessary? I mean, because LifeLock will do this as well. <clears throat> there are gaps everywhere. LifeLock doesn't do it with the driver's license. Okay. They don't do it with the passports. They don't send you alerts on anything on that. Okay. We want alerts on anything and everything whatsoever taking place with your personal information. I don't care if it's running your fingerprints. You need to receive an alert. No matter what it is, and then bring your family, your children, everyone in. Everyone needs to be protected from anywhere or anyone. You can't trust anyone today. With the technology there is today and everyone you wanted to steal anything and everything from you, it's it's mind-boggling what they can do to you. You just gave me a moment of horror. Do you remember eight, nine, ten years ago when Florida state government in traffic stops would collect DNA and that became very controversial? Yes. I could see this fitting into this where someone could plant evidence on you for a crime, just as an example. Um, yes. Yeah. It, boy, it, see, you're, you're, you're opening up my mind here to how many ways we can be ripped off. What about the have- veil? Go ahead, John. When, when, when a person gets your driver's license, you're using your driver's license, getting speeding tickets, or they're getting your credit, your social security number, and making up fake documentation to where you work so they have a pay stub or something like that. They can make up bank accounts. They can make up credit for you. They can walk in and buy $100,000 cars and drive off the lot, two or three different cars, take them down, sell them for parts, sell them down to Mexico, come back and get another identity, do the same thing as somebody else. How much fraud do you need to take place to stop before you stop it? You just triggered another question. Um, and I'll say it by example. There are fake mortgage companies in Arizona, and this is documented by a former RICO investigator <clears throat> with 20,000 affidavits, and they launder money and it goes for payoff to politicians and judges and so forth. Um, and the Sinaloas are the ones that are running it. Um, Sinaloa cartel. Are you finding cartel activity in what you're talking about, too? I don't know. Kind of scares me to even want to start digging that far. It gets very nervous. So it I is. Don't know. It is. We tread. We tread lightly. I was actually working with a realtor in Prescott, Arizona, and we found a prominent Arizona politician laundering money laundering land uh, that was owned by the Sinaloa people. And it was like $10,000 plots of land, and it was going for half a million dollars. And this person, this realtor, and her boyfriend were uh, attacked by an assassin. Boyfriend got shot in the head. The gun misfired on the, on the girl. And she survived. He survived, too, but not without being shot in the head. And this was all Sinaloa-based with the involvement of their local government officials who alerted these people that they were looking into the records. That's why I asked you the question about cartel. I can almost guarantee you the cartel has a piece of this. I don't know. But it'd be very troubling. Very troubling. And I, I can't see well, they you've, wouldn't, but it's very, very mind-boggling. You've had some bad luck, HBS, HSBC to Allstate. We've had Allstate insurance. I never would have dreamed that this was going on. Now, are they suing you for defamation? Is that the deal? They are suing me for breach of contract, 
and disclosing their trade secrets. Yeah, the trade secrets you mentioned, and you're right, because it's public and it's across all these agents and it involves the public, they don't have a leg to stand on. But what about breach of contract? How how are they approaching that? Breach of contract regarding non-compete clause with other insurance companies. But as an insurance representative of Allstate, you are allowed to share, refer, transfer customer information to anyone to include other insurance agents to any other company, which is what they are doing. So they're taking an accepted practice and trying to criminalize it on your behalf to get back at you for disclosure. Correct. Yes. Okay. All right. It, it sounds to me like this is no more than a legal grasping at straws, and they don't have any foundation. They don't have any foundation whatsoever. The foundations I have is you are sharing, referring, and transferring, selling customers' personal information to anyone, not keeping any records, using the internet, electronic communication, which is a cyber crime, Federal crime, it's yeah. mail fraud, it's wire fraud, mm-hmm. it's tax evasion, it's tax fraud, There are, it's HIPAA violations, Allstate also sells health insurance. We have HIPAA violations, we have over 600 federal crimes committed. And this was stated also by Richard Bedusker, senior executive. If this has taken place, and I've showed him hundreds of documents of showing it taking place, and all he can say was, oh my God. Didn't say, oh, we're not doing it. Didn't say, oh, it's not taking place. Oh my God, this is taking place. Right in the documents I showed him. And right in his own representative's underneath him doing it let's assume for the second that somebody has their bank account and the ownership of their vehicles in their house under a veil of a trust does that give them any protection with regard to this that gives them more protection because a trust is an entity within itself mm-hmm. and you have attorneys watching over over for you with you um, <clears throat> the trust is not out there getting credit the trust is not out there looking to buy a car, the trust is an entity within itself. So therefore, there are a lot more protections because you're not doing anything else but protecting you. When you get credit, you get credit cards in your name. You get a car loan, you get a car loan in your name, your social security. It has nothing to do with the trust at that point. I see. The trust doesn't have credit. The trust doesn't have a social security. It has a tax ID number. So even if your bank account that you get the the debit or credit card through is in the trust, the process of getting the credit is outside the trust. You always have everything outside the trust. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. So your exposure is somewhat limited. They're probably not going to be able to get your home. um, But they can sure pile up a hell of a lot of money against you that you will have a mountain of legal battles to get through. Man, this is... They can go ahead and pile a lot of credit against you, a lot of but you can also show it's not you. And if you have identity protection to also help you fight that. And if you ever had to go bankrupt, you go bankrupt under you, not the trust. The trust is empty with itself again and start over at least. But it's it's a it's a rough world when things start happening against you. How many um I'm trying to think of the right way to ask this question because I'm looking at the number of involvement. Uh, how many customers of Allstate would you say are affected? Do you have a guess to that? In the last 15 years, anyone, not just customers we're not talking. We're talking anyone who contacted Allstate and gave them their name, date of birth, address in over 15 years. Anyone who has done that is in jeopardy now of losing their financial knowledge, their financial, anything about them. Because now we know that they do and they are selling it to anyone, which is scary. So it's going to be in the millions. What's the bigger business? The selling of insurance, home, auto, and loan? Or is it the scheme that we're talking about? The bigger business is more of the scheme of selling your information there is they don't have risk so is it safe to say that all state is in the data business for profit 
more so than they are the insurance business for home, life, and auto. It begins to appear that way. Wow. Because when you look at their books, they're losing money on homes, huge. Autos are making some money. So the biggest part of their business making money, you can answer that question for yourselves now. Well, I know data is big business, and so it seems like they've adopted this model. If you can't beat them, join them. How long have they been involved in this, to your knowledge? Over 15 years. Wow. If 15 years coincides with the uh, collapse, uh, the economic collapse at that time, uh, do you think one thing had anything to do with the other? It could, but I don't know. I haven't found proof of that. Yeah, the time frame is suspicious um, because as businesses went bankrupt and people went bankrupt in record numbers, you're going to have less people buying insurance and it might have forced Allstate to look for other revenue measures. Okay, so the individual agent can sell uh, data on people and get the gift cards. How does Allstate profit from it as a corporation beyond the agent? Allstate more profit than they're cutting agents' commissions. So they don't make as much money off, off the insurance, the agents. They've been cutting them and cutting them more and more each year. <laughs> this is, I mean, I had a basic idea of what you were going to tell me when we started, but I had no idea it would go this far. And, and, and John, I'm just going to put on my common sense hat because this is the common sense show. I can't believe for the life of me, since insurance companies compete with each other for the same dollars, I can't believe the other insurance companies are not knee-deep in this as well. That is true. I can't believe it either. Uh, Does this bring in partnership with the banks? And if so, how? Partnership with the banks? This is all about investing money. This is about making money. That's why I asked the question. Well, and you do know insurance companies are regulated under the banking laws. That's right. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're hand in hand with the banks. Oh, you get into other kinds of regulations here, too, because I, I got to imagine your individual <clears throat> agent who is really into this has to worry about the $10,000 report threshold. You know what I'm talking about, don't you? Oh, yes, I do. So if you the threshold get, on gift cards is nothing. You have to report any income whatsoever. Oh, it is? They don't get a $10,000 exception? No. If it's a dollar and it's income, it's a gift card. It is income. Allstate has created an organization of crime with the use of the web. Earlier in the interview, John, you said that um, it's tax fraud. Now I see exactly what you're talking about. They're not maintaining the records necessary to show they're paying their proper amount of tax. Correct. You go to prison for that. Yes, every one of them. Do you think these agents understand they could go to prison? I would think anyone would understand that they're receiving money and not reporting it would know that that's a crime. Does this not go, I I, I would guess that the agents would have no way of reporting this on their income tax since they don't have any records. So they have to know that they're earning income that they're not reporting. So they have to know they're involved in a criminal enterprise. Yes, but there are records. Gift cards are traceable. How I I received a log of just a few days of Amazon gift cards with all state representatives all over it. I mean, you can have an, eight, an, an all-state representative even fifteen, sixteen, seventeen hundred dollars in a couple of days. Every couple of days, he knows what every agent knows what they're receiving because they're receiving the gift cards. And it's not just the agent themselves; it's their staff doing it. So you're saying the secretary to <clears throat> Agent Smith is also involved in this? Yes. This, their receptionist, their, their LSPs, licensed sales staff, anyone in the office, they're all involved in this. I mean, I have depositions stating my staff received the gift cards. I don't know what they do with them. You know, if you keep if, track if, of this, no. Yeah. So your staff is allowed to use allstate.com 
to transfer someone else's personal information, to use the fax machine to transfer someone's information, to, to and then to receive gift cards for these transactions? And the answer is yes. I don't see nothing wrong with it. I don't see nothing wrong with a $25 gift, $25 gift card. And why is it they keep the amount down to 25 or less? They believe that is a threshold. In a banking world, you're allowed to receive gifts now and then of a $25 gift card. And there are some, some areas where you can receive a minimum, maximum of $100. So to keep it at a $25 gift card to cover it up. But when you're receiving 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 gift cards, there is no cover-up, and it is totally illegal. You know, if the secretaries are involved, and I would imagine then family members get involved, uh, because if it's unregulated, who's going to stop it? But at some point, you're going to have an inundation of the market. So to me, I would almost think that people would be inventing fake identities to sell those as well they're selling they're selling identities of individuals they can do whatever they want however they want oh my gosh this is uh i gotta tell you right now i know my audience's perceptions fairly well after all these years and they are shaking their heads in disbelief um are you counter suing all state on that lawsuit yes on what grounds Breach of contract. There are many different areas we're going going into. Is quite a bit. I don't want to go into everything, but you can go online and check it all out, what you want. And this is just the beginning. With regard to their attempt to get you for breaching trade secrets, even if that were true, which clearly it's not, but even if that were true, wouldn't you have whistleblower protection? That's all part of my lawsuit. Okay. That's my claims also, with civil law protection. As I've had conversations with them, okay. <clears throat> I had conversations with managers when I was part of Allstate. <clears throat> they knew I was a whistleblower. They wanted to get rid of me because I was a prior whistleblower. They didn't want me to be a future whistleblower. And I have voice recordings of all that, but that's all in the lawsuit. When, when the, uh, the day of reckoning came for you with your employment with Allstate, tell me how they proceeded to dismiss you. They walked in, they said, we're taking your business from you. They give you 90 days to sell whatever you have. And they don't give you 90 days to sell. They don't get, let, they don't let, they won't talk to you and nothing. No matter anybody who wants to buy your book of business, they won't even discuss it with anyone. They, they want your phone number they, that you have with, with Allstate's phone number. I give them the phone number. We had a big battle of it. They lost the phone number to another company, got the phone number and they blamed it on me after trying to commit fraud on me stating that they, they were the owner of the corporation I created for the company it didn't go over well at all <clears throat> they did anything and everything they could trying to destroy me and shut me up they slandered me told me I was a criminal it was just it's just disgusting what they do and I'm assuming I see a parallel here for you, John, and it's an unfortunate parallel. I know I know the track record of what you tried to do to get justice at HSBC, and then at the end of the day, you just got perfunctory lip service with a minimal slap on the wrist. And here uh, with Allstate, here you're trying to call attention to rampant fraud, and it doesn't sound like you're getting any better traction than you did with HSBC. That's correct. So let, let's let's project this out now. As you move forward uh, with this, what what kind of time frame are we looking at here for the settlement of these lawsuits? We are looking at trial for May, and I think it's May nineteenth to be trial with Allstate. I believe they're going to try and settle very shortly because I'm going public with everything. I'm putting everything out there depositions, their words, their words. It's, everything is their own words. I don't have to tell you nothing. You're going to read it. Okay. And so that really protects you against defamation. Oh, yes. It's their own words. Mm-hmm. If I'm questioning you, I stand, do you share and refer customer personal information? And my, their answer is, yes, I do. Do you receive gift cards for sharing this personal information? Yes, I do. 
Do you report this to any government agency? No, I do not. Are you able to tell us, because I know this is in the courts, but are you able to tell us, how did you discover the fraud since you weren't actively involved in it? Did someone tell you, hey, are you doing this? And you can make a lot of money. My own manager told me to do it. Jody Lynch referred me out to other independent agents and other people to sell customers' personal information. Mary Ellen Morgan started me to sell customers' personal information and receive gift cards for payments. What position? Back in did, 2011. Okay, what, what position did she hold? Mary Ellen Morgan was a, was a field manager. She was the one assigned to agents up and set them up, set them up with training. Jody List was a field manager, but she was also an agent. And she was also the trainer representative for Allstate for 26 years. So these people were fairly high level on a regional basis. Yes. Okay. And is there any chance that they're acting independently without the knowledge of the parent company? No. Okay. I didn't think so. Everything goes to a parent company. Everything. and and, And I say no because I subpoenaed senior executives for Allstate and they stated, Point blank. They don't see nothing wrong with it. They're allowed to do it. Well, they got that advice from a lawyer. Don't commit perjury and just say, I think it's okay. Ignorance of the law, (laughs) ignorance of the law is bliss. But here's what's amazing. The IRS is now going to extraordinary means to collect money from citizens, armed agents, weapons training. Uh, Now you got a $600 threshold report requirement which brings in poor people for an analysis and audits. How can the IRS let them get away with this since you're dealing with untold amount of money? Big corporations, big payoffs, I don't know. Whatever they do. Yeah, okay. It's the fascist model. Okay, let's go back to your company again. Tell us the name. Tell us how people can find out more information and be part of what you do. It's pip-personalidentityprotection.com. You can go on there, read about the company. You'll know why we create, were created because of Allstate. You can sign up. You can protect yourself, protect your identity. Everything will be starting pretty much tomorrow. I have a couple of little things I have to do in a corporation, but to get the applications going and everything, get started. PIP, personal identity protection, will be there for you. Yeah, the, this this really sounds like a great idea. I think it's something that people should take a look at because everybody's at risk, and you don't have to even partake in uh, credit cards. Just just the fact that you've done loan applications somewhere that they can get a hold of, or you've made an inquiry into insurance at Allstate, whether you bought or not. All they need name. is your name, address, oh. date of birth. They get everything. Oh it's my not gosh. even about getting a social security number, getting a driver's license. It's about getting your name date of birth and address it. That's it. We get everything on you. I have to ask this question before we go, John. Who is potentially more dangerous to you, Allstate or HSBC Bank? Right now, Allstate. Because my feeling was when you came on my show the first time and told this story, I said, boy, I hope this guy has a loaded gun under the pillow. That was my first reaction. I'm being very serious. Because I know how dirty HSBC is. You know, is. When, when, when you're dealing in a life like I, I deal with, you keep things hidden and put away on companies to protect yourself. The companies know you have them, but they don't know where they are, and they cannot get them because they're not online. They're not in your house. They're put away many different places with many copies. Have, have they? Just a real quick answer. Has Allstate followed you and monitored you? I have been followed. I have been monitored. Okay. Oh, yes. I'd assume so. Well, John, we're out of time, but uh, thank you. (laughs) Your interviews are never boring. (laughs) They're always filled with suspense. But, John, keep us appraised of how things are going, and we wish you the best of luck, and thank you for what you do. Thank you so much. We'll be in touch. Have a great day. Thank you so much. 
We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.